Please lower your head and watch your step while boarding. Welcome to the Attractions Podcast. You are all clear for dispatch. Have fun. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 226 of the Attractions Podcast, sponsored by MEI and Mouse Fan Travel. I am Seth. And I'm Carly. And we are here to talk to you about the latest and greatest in theme park news and more, as well as what's going on in our own lives. Carly, we missed you so much last week. I know you were under the weather. Uh, How have you been? Uh, It's good to have you back. Yes, I am so happy to be back. This is our first show together in 2024 that wasn't pre-taped. And I was going to say, we pre-taped a bunch of shows for the end of the year. So I feel like it's been like six weeks since I've seen you. It, it really has. Uh, yes, I was a little under the weather last week. Uh, it's no joke out there, everyone. So if you're going to parks, I would say, you know, wash your hands a lot. But I think even that can't really prevent it because I got sick and I was home because I am. So I don't know. I went to the grocery store. So, you know, you don't know what's out there I, right I, now. I, I, I'm I'm having flashbacks to, you know, 2020, 2021, when we used to end every show by saying wash your hands. Uh, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I... I uh, I wore a mask to the park myself uh, the other day, and it it still didn't help. I uh, I, I came back with a bug, uh, not quite as bad as you, but I was I was in bed for a couple yes, days. Yes, uh, I will say uh, I have used this time very wisely to prepare for some upcoming travel. So Ooh. I'm going on Icon of the Seas, which oh yes, you know, the but I don't know everyone knows. Yeah, so it's the world's largest cruise ship. I'm going to be on the first sailing. So there's like 40. I, I emailed dollars. them. I even dropped your name and they, they ghosted me. They, I'm, I'm so not, big, I'm not big enough. I'm not important enough. Like you are. Yeah, uh, sure. But I will say I have used this time very wisely to study because we only have three days on there and there's so much to do that. I actually feel like over, I'm very excited. Don't get me wrong. Very, very, very excited. This is a huge moment in travel. If you're passionate about the travel mm-hmm. industry, but I'm overwhelmed because I want to do everything and I'm already stressed out. Uh, we we had a two-night media cruise on the Wonder of the Seas when that debuted. Oh, yes. And that, yes. that was absolutely overwhelming. There, you couldn't scratch the surface of that boat in two nights. And and to try to do Icon in three days is like, it's like trying to do like all four Disney parks in one day. <laughs> it's just a yeah. lot. So I'm I'm really trying to prep, you know, it's like, I love amusements and water parks. So I'm really trying to just focus on like the water park and stuff because mm-hmm. truly it's biggest in the world, right? To it's do it all. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, I'm excited. So hope uh, you'll follow along. Uh, I'm be doing some, got a GoPro. So I'm going to be doing the crown's edge, which I don't know if you know what that is, but basically the big iconic anchor that's on the side of the Royal Caribbean cruise ships mm-hmm. all the way up top. They have this like plank that goes out. And you're strapped to like a harness, like a ropes course. Okay. You walk out on the plank. And then when you get to the end, the plank drops out and you dangle over the ocean. I saw the animation for that. And I can't wait to see the video of you doing so it. I, yeah. So I'm going to be doing a POV video for attractions yes. with that. You will hear screaming because I am excited, but I am also a screamer that, when it comes to stuff like this. <laughs> that sounds amazing um i am i am not going on quite as glamorous a cruise i will in early february be doing uh a uh, valentine's cruise on the msc seashore Mm. 
uh, MSC invited me to uh, take a look at their newest boat. I've been on two of their previous ships. Um, I had good experiences before, though it's MSC is an interesting uh, cruise line. We could do a whole <laughs> a, a whole uh, thing about their brand, but I'm very much looking forward to that. Uh, but not quite as amazing as uh, hey, Icon of the Seas. So I've seen so me. many people cruising right now. Yeah. So. It's an exciting time. There's uh, a lot of deals right now. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, I mean, I it's definitely like a way to yep. relax if you don't even want to get off the ports. You don't have to. But, um, yeah, it should be you fun. Know, you know, it, it's funny because the, the cruise industry probably got hit harder by COVID than any other element mm -hmm. of, of tourism. It took, took a real long time to come back up to speed. And now that it has, it's like accelerated way past where we were in 2019. It's It's crazy. Right. Um, well, now that we've uh, gotten that out of way, um, I also, oh, I'm sorry, I wanted to mention, um, I did uh, spend a day at the Epcot Festival yes! of the Arts, which yes. we will be talking more about in just a little bit. Uh, and I just wanted to drop in a little tease here. We are having a very special giveaway related to the Epcot Festival of the Arts. You may have seen something yes! on social media about a certain popcorn bucket from a purple dragon uh well we have one of those we are going to be giving you all the details about how you can win that for free for yourself uh if you are listening to this podcast and uh we will have that information at the end of this podcast so you got to stick with us to the yes. find out how you can take that home so i'm not a popcorn bucket collector i do um get them sometimes and use them as decor like there i have like a grinch bucket out from universal for uh Christmas, I had the uh, Donald Sipper for Halloween out as decor, but I'm not like a collector. But I will say this new popcorn bucket, chef's kiss, it is yeah. really good. It is good. Yeah, I, I am not a popcorn person either, but I make an exception for figment. And oh, uh, this, this one is going uh, up on the shelf next to my uh, the, my OG figment popcorn bucket. That first one that people went insane over uh, years back. I still oh got him. So you these, the these two will make good companions. Oh, my God. Um, well, all right. Without any further ado, we've got some news to talk about. And we are going to jump right into the news in the queue. First of all. Megacon Orlando 2024 edition is coming up soon, and it is bringing uh, celebrities, tickets, and a special private after-hours event inside Universal uh, to the Orlando area. Uh, if you have yeah. not heard of it before, Megacon, uh, it's kind of like, I don't know, Florida's answer to Comic-Con. It's, it's uh, absolutely massive um comics pop culture science fiction whatever you want to say any kind of fandom genre um and it takes place at the orange county Con convention center february 1st through 4th 2024 have yeah, you ever I mean, been no so i've gone to comic-con and new york comic-con what mm -hmm. i will say about this is what i think is most surprising and you won't expect the level of a-list talent yes i'm appearing this year so I read it and I was like, oh my God, I was kind of blown away. <laughs> we we really do get uh, some big celebrities, you know, people that you think are, are not going to leave Hollywood. Uh, yeah. They they come here 
Um, and uh, some of the biggest, you know, genres, the some of the biggest franchises, um, you get reunions of cast, big headliners this year. Um, is uh, the Jedi double feature panel with both Hayden Christensen and Ewan McGregor. Wow. And the Back to the Future reunion with Michael J. Fox, Christopher Lloyd, Leah Thompson, and Tom Wilson. Um, and I got to say, these days, anytime that you get a chance to see Michael J. Fox and Christopher Lloyd together in, in person, that that's something you, you don't want to pass up. Absolutely. Uh, and I think the last time they were together was at the Back to the Future Broadway mm-hmm. musical uh, yep. in New York City, the premiere. Yes. So that is crazy. Uh, what I, what struck me was, so we have some Stranger Things people. I know we have a lot yes. of Stranger Things fans in Orlando with Halloween Horror Nights. Yes. Um, whether you're a fan of Stranger Things, of uh, the Wizarding World, of Star Wars or Marvel, there is something with a tie to an Orlando theme park uh, that is definitely right up your alley. Um, uh, stars of um, Marvel films, uh, Paul Bettany, Tom Hiddleston and Jeff Ward are going to be there. They got a whole long lineup of Star Wars folks, in addition to the ones we mentioned, um, folks from Ahsoka, folks from the original films like Anthony Daniels, um, you know, folks from the cartoons. Um, as you said, from Stranger Things, uh, Gaten uh, Matrozaro. I always uh, butcher his last name. Yes. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's, he, name. <laughs> he finished up his run in Sweeney Todd on Broadway yes. and is coming here to Orlando along with Joseph Quinn and Finn Wolfhart. Um, well, Eddie Munson is here in yes Orlando. <laughs> yes, watch out for bats. Yes, um, um, and uh, if you're a Wizarding World fan, um, Jason Isaacs and Matthew Lewis are both going to be here. And I got to say, Jason Isaacs, I got to interview here him uh, years ago, and uh, he is great to talk. He is just a, a fascinating, just smart, articulate person, and I love hearing him talk. Yes. And now what I would be interested in is I love when Universal does the after hour events mm-hmm. like Orlando Informer and they're yeah. doing their own version for guests yeah. attending this, but also you have to purchase an extra ticket. Yeah. So if, if you aren't one of the in crowd in that clique that gets uh, to go to those kind of Orlando Informer events, <laughs> uh, you uh, have an opportunity to purchase a ticket uh, to Megacons after hour events. Uh, the way it's going to work, it's going to happen on February 22nd, Inside Islands of Adventure. I think February 2nd. February 2nd. Yes. February 2nd, Islands of Adventure. Uh, 7 p.m. to midnight. Uh, it's a separately ticketed event. Uh, so if you're already uh, going to Megacon, then you can add this on for $80. Um, you get free parking after 6. Uh, everyone gets free parking after 6. Woohoo. Um, you get to enter the park uh, at 5 p.m. So that's like a two-hour mix-in. Mix in, yeah. and so you can take those two hours to enjoy anything you want around the park. Um, and then from 7 o'clock to, end, to the end, you have select areas of the park just for you and the Megacon guests. And they're going to give you a $25 dining credit card uh, to use at locations that are going to stay open late. So this is a great way uh, to enjoy uh Islands Adventure in the dark uh, with a smaller crowd and uh, be around a lot of other uh, fandom fans. Yes. And you get to cosplay within, you yes. know, within means. Cosplay. Within yeah. Absolutely. Uh, it's a, it's not, it's a rare opportunity because there's not a lot of chances to dress up at, uh, at the parks. Um, 
There are other off-site events that kind of take place adjacent, uh, including a kickoff party at Ice Bar and a cosplay party at the Rosen Plaza and the Rosen Center. Um, full schedule can be found online. It all starts at 4 p.m. on Thursday, February 1st. Uh, and then it runs basically uh, all day on Friday and Saturday, uh, ends around 5 p.m. on Sunday. Um, and uh, tickets and pricing starts around 25 to 30 bucks. Uh, you can get a discount if you um, purchase early uh, for a single day. And that goes up to um, uh, $179 for an ultimate fan package. The VIP packages are currently sold out, but there are some of the higher level packages uh, below VIP still available. Yeah. That's not bad. Yeah, I feel like for pricing. Um, it's always a great time. If you want a sense of what it's like, head on over to our website. We've got some great videos from past Megacons, uh, including if you've got a Quest headset, uh, we've got a VR 180 3D video that we shot a few years ago. Uh, let some of those uh, cosplayers get really in your face with their costumes. It's a lot of fun to watch. All right. Next up, we are heading to Disneyland Paris, uh, where uh, we've mentioned the, this uh, in past shows, but it has now fully debuted. And uh, we've got video available of the Electrical Sky Parade drone show, uh, the spiritual successor to the classic Main Street Electrical Parade. But now it is high tech and in the sky flying over the castle and yeah. it's pretty amazing oh my god i mean i so i saw the 30th in person and that was okay you know mm -hmm. i thought it didn't really compare to stuff that we have stateside like mm -hmm. dollywoods or holiday worlds but this mm -hmm. is like you know you got to walk before you run and yeah. they are running fast because this is i think they posted a reel first and this is incredible yeah you know the you ship. mentioned for the, for the 30th, they started out with that thing where they're basically just making a logo with the drones. And then yeah, they had... Yeah, uh, the Mickey head, it was, it was fine. You'd you never, know, but... If you'd never seen drones before, that was a great little, you know, touch. Uh, and then they went to the Avengers thing. And the Avenger was kind of like creating logos, creating symbols, but it was just, it was a little static. This is like right. a parade in the sky. Um, I mean, these, these things Wild. form and they move. And I think the most amazing one is the uh, Peter Pan pirate ship that actually has like fireworks shooting yep. off of the drones. Oh. Uh, maybe they have different safety laws in Paris. Uh, I don't know. Uh, why can't we have things like this in the States? Uh, it's know. really, you know, I, I really feel like there's a lot of rumors that Universal Orlando is uh, getting ready to have a drone show um, in, in the studios. Um, Disney's fallen behind. You know, we had that great holiday uh, drone show at Disney Springs years ago. And then, I love that. Oh. And silence from them on this stuff. And it's so amazing seeing this. Um, and this is uh, just the first of several colorful experiences that are coming to Disneyland Paris. Um, next up. Uh, as part of Disney's Symphony of Colors program. Um, we've got two experiences launching on February 10th, uh, Million Splashes of Color, which is a musical daytime show. It sort of looks like uh, it's a parade that maybe doesn't parade around, like they, they pull out a float that serves as a stage. Uh, and that's going to feature um, Stitch and Mickey uh, and characters from Encanto. 
And then we've also got Blooming in Colors running February 10th through May 5th. Uh, Tinkerbell and her twin sister, Periwinkle, um, are transforming Main Street USA with colorful new decorations and lights to wake up the winter. Very cute. Yeah, I'm hoping yeah. to get back this year. I love it. It's so pretty there. And that drone show just looks insane. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is a, a great time to visit because they are also reopening the Disneyland Hotel. That's mm -hmm. uh, the gorgeous kind of sort of grand Floridian style hotel right at the entrance to the park that has been closed uh, for a massive renovation and finally all wrapping up uh, January 25th. That's when that is complete. And uh, I mentioned with Matt on our last show, there is a new Alice Queen of Hearts Back to Wonderland stage show. Uh, and that's coming up in the spring. So a lot of good reasons to plan a trip with MEI or Mouse Fan Travel yeah. to Disneyland Paris. Um, next up, something that I know absolutely nothing about. Uh, Percy... <laughs> Percy Jackson, uh, he's had uh, books, he's had a movie, he had a Broadway show, right? Uh, he had another, now now he's got a Disney Plus original series, Percy Jackson and the Olympians. Uh, and from li limited time, guests at Disneyland and Walt Disney World can jump into his world with a special photo op experience. Yeah, so uh, this is like all over Disney+. Plus. I, this, I've been watching a lot of TV, obviously, since I've been late. Right. I was going to start this, but I went back and restarted Glee. I'm such a bad <laughs> fan. But uh, yeah, I am curious. I am going to watch this. I do love young adults novels and all mm -hmm. that so it does look interesting i know nothing about it as well <laughs> yeah i i gotta say this this was a uh, uh an ip that was just a little um a little below my age range yeah. it's sort of i felt like i became when i became aware of this uh i felt like it was like oh it's it's another harry potter except with greek mythology but it's Something like that i i think that is underselling it from what i understand um because obviously it has been popular enough to be made and now remade again uh into you know uh different forms of media oh, and yeah, now fandom is wild, yeah fandom's so. huge um so don't uh take my ignorance as a sign <laughs> uh go ahead yourself and head over to disneyland or walt disney world at disneyland there is a wall of heroes digital photo experience inspired by the series, uh, as well as a display of guest photos and a photo op that you can find over at the Disneyland Hotel. Um, that one is going to be available. It was available as of January 13th. Not sure exactly how that long that was, will be lasting. Um, so uh, stop there, there soon and let us know if it's still there. But you can find that at the North Lounge inside the Disneyland Hotel. Uh, and then if you're over at Walt Disney World, uh, you can find a uh, look at the series through artifacts and costumes, uh, plus a photo op. Uh, and this looks like it's been added to the end of the Walt Disney Presents will walk through museum that they have at Disney Hollywood Studios. Uh, and I always think that exhibit is kind of a hidden gem of the park. Always well worth And also very over. cold, always. I mean, I love going through it for a, <laughs> yes. a lot of reasons, mostly the history, but it is so But the cold. air conditioning, yes. yes, on a hot day, it is very... Now, we don't need the air conditioning. It is, it is wet and cold this week here in Florida. Today, uh, crazy weather today. Uh, 
woke up in the 70s and it's going to get down into the 40s by by the end of the day that's oh, that's I, I a swing for you anyone flying this week because the cancellations are it's, out of control be a mess. so godspeed yep. godspeed godspeed uh godspeed also to the oh. country bear jamboree so sad uh, so if you are i i will not say the original version of the country bear jamboree because that has been gone for quite a, a long time uh, but if you are a fan of the current version of Walt Disney World's Country Bear Jamboree, which was kind of a edited, trimmed down version of the classic, uh, but still has a lot of that classic and music. And still technically an opening day attraction. Still technically an opening day attraction, even with modifications. Um, that uh, that classic is closing on January 27th. Uh, so get in your uh, viewings of Blood on the Saddle now. Um, because, um, and turn me down. Oh, yeah. So good. <laughs> I'm going to miss that. I'm going to miss it. Yeah. So um, I am going to be in Walt Disney World one day this month in between yes. cruises. Cause after the icon, I'm going on the Disney fantasy. And luckily my day that I'm in Disney World is the 26th. So I am. Okay, well, I, I need to, I need to make a reservation and see if I can meet you and we can say goodbye to the bears. Yeah. I just, I I Uh, love this so much. It's just, it's so classic. I love the animatronics. I love the music. And when I hear they're going to be doing like rockabilly country versions of Disney songs, Mm -hmm. I'm just nervous because I don't want to hear like part of your world rockabilly. Right. (laughs) So, um, yeah. So the last day to see this is the 26th. It's closed as of the 27th. And then when it reopens in the summer, you are correct. The uh, the vintage country Western music that has always been there will be gone. Um, and in its place will be vintage style recordings, new recordings uh, that sound old fashioned uh, in different, you know, country, Western, rockability, Americana styles but they're going to be Disney show tunes. Um, the the one that they've uh, released a little teaser of, a little uh, clip uh, is Bare Necessities, which sounds great. I mean, you, yeah. can, you, can, you can definitely picture the country bears singing Bare Necessities. That's the low hanging fruit. Where are they going to go from there? Um, yes. I'm nervous. I, I'm, I, yes. Um, so we will find out. Um, I can't remember what music was in the movie Brother Bear. That, that that's one of those. Uh, that's the only Disney movie about bears. What um, music was in the movie Country Bears? Because if you oh, really want to like oh have boy. a nice themed month to say goodbye, Disney Plus. It is so bad, it's so good. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's I, that's that's almost up there with the Eddie Murphy Haunted Mansion movie. Yes. As, as far as live action, uh, you know, Disney attraction movies go. Um, so yeah, there's, I mean, there's, all right, there's a reason to be nervous, but hopefully, you know, they keep saying in these blog posts that they post on the Disney parks blog that they're doing this respectfully and, uh, with, you know, uh, we will see, we will see, we will see. I just, uh, I'm, I am, you know, I want, I want Big Al to be able to sing blood on the saddle. Darn it. You know, um, so we will we will see what it's like when it reopens in 2024. Um, my suspicion is that the animatronics themselves are going to just be given a, a minor tweak, a redress. Um, and, you know, they're they're going to reprogram the movements and the sound. Uh, but 
I think the 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 robots themselves uh they're not gonna spend a lot of money replacing them which that makes me happy i mean we can yeah. probably count on that because of what we, we are seeing currently in the landscape yeah. so that makes me happy yep uh obviously this is just one little piece of a lot of stuff that's happening in Frontierland, uh right around the corner uh tianu's bio adventure is going to be opening sometime in later 2024 replacing splash mountain and disney has been teasing that the rest of frontierland and beyond frontierland are ripe for a lot of changes in the coming years maybe so we'll if, see a d23 or maybe we'll just get some more very uh vague concept art yeah <laughs> exactly um so if 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 the classic uh, you know, 1971 uh, Country Bear in Frontierland is important to you. Uh, go experience it now while you still can. Love it. All right. Uh, something else we're taking a first look at coming to Disney. Uh, aboard the Disney Treasure, Disney's newest cruise ship launching in December is going to be The Tale of Moana, uh, a new live musical stage show exclusively on the new ship. Yeah, I love Disney Cruise Line musicals. They're so good. The, the talent, everything is like Broadway quality. Mm -hmm. And this is going to be next level because it's introducing some kind of like state-of-the-art brand new technology. There's going to be puppets and whatnot, mm -hmm. a new original song. And, you know, the, the soundtrack to this is already excellent. So I'm yeah. sure the stage adaptation, the first ever, is going to be great. You know, it's it's interesting because usually by the time a show gets to the Disney Cruise Line, there's been a, a theme park version or a Broadway version, or they've, they've tested out or, some sort yeah. of version mm -hmm. of it before. Because when you build something on a cruise ship, you can't just swap, you know, swap things out on a cruise ship very yeah. often. It's got to go to dry dock or whatever. So whenever show you're, you're putting on a cruise ship, you got to be confident that it's going to run for a few years. Um, and so, uh, this new Moana show, and I will say, they say it's the first stage adaptation. There is a Moana stage show in Hong Kong Disneyland that we have posted a full video right. of. Um, but that's more of like a storytelling show. It's very presentational. It has, uh, a lot of audience participation. This looks more like a fully fleshed out right. Broadway style show with some, really neat looking props uh moana's got a boat on stage and uh looks like they're using projection mapping to turn the stage itself uh make it look like water um and then uh i think the um the big highlight of this is going to be um the uh well first of all the how far i'll go scene is going to oh, transform yeah. the the theater is going to transform uh, from Moana's home into an open ocean and kind of immerse the audience in that uh, with a giant glowing manta ray soaring out over the audience. That's pretty nifty. Yeah. Uh, I mean, again, this is like their, their musicals are so good, but this yeah. is taking like some new technology and just going to bring it to the next level. And I will be lining up early for this. <laughs> yes. Um, and the, the, the part that I am really excited about is uh, they are, using large-scale puppetry to bring uh, the fiery uh, Teka mm -hmm. to life, um, which will then transform into Tefiti uh, using um, a giant uh, puppet designed uh, in part by Michael Curry, who is very famous for working on The Lion King and pretty much anything else involving puppets in Disney. 
Right. Yeah. And this can be great. And again, a new song. So yeah. that is an exciting part, especially for those of us who love the soundtrack to this, we're going to get a brand new song. Yes. And um, I don't know. Uh, they have, they told us, is this new song lit written by Lin-Manuel or by someone not. else? No, they that will not. be uh, interesting to see if it's not written by him, how it fits in with his uh, very distinctive style. So uh lots of interesting things coming to the treasure uh including this and the haunted mansion parlor uh that we have uh a video teasing um i would love to take a trip on that ship but uh yeah. a one disney cruise costs about the same as two or three cruises on another cruise line no, so. it's just so magical I, I i think i told you i'm going on the disney fantasy at the end of this month and I'm taking my mom for her first Disney cruise line. And I just, I literally cannot wait. They're just so magical. They're so much fun and relaxing. So it's a little different than a theme park vacation. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, it's, it's actually kind of like a good middle ground between, you know, someone who wants like a completely like no activity vacation, just veg on, you know, a resort or a beach versus the theme park where you're go, go, go. The ship's got enough activities and things and schedules that if you want to be active and fill up your day you can but you can also just unplug and you know not refresh the genie plus or whatever just sit there and and sip a drink by the pool a thousand percent and that is why i love it because i get bored on island trips <laughs> yeah yeah exactly all right for our last piece of news in the queue uh, the Knott's Peanut Celebration has returned to Buena Park, California, uh, coming back January 27th through February 25th. And this year, uh, they are celebrating Franklin. Uh, they are focusing on Peanut's uh, first African-American character who was introduced uh, to the strip in 1968. It was a really groundbreaking thing at the time to have a racially integrated comic strip seems insane but that was a thing and um they are uh looking back and honoring the legacy of franklin uh where you can meet him and see an exhibit in calco town hall about uh his history and importance to popular culture Yes, I love the Knott's Peanuts celebration. And they do festivals so well at Knott's. And of course, there's entertainment mm -hmm. and snacks, but they really tap into the history. It's such a historical park. And this celebration definitely does. They always have a great exhibit. I know they did one on uh, Charles Schultz, mm -hmm. obviously the creator of the Peanuts. And that was a really great exhibit. They're, you know, kind of on the smaller scale, but it's nice if you are into the history of it all. And then, of course, you get to see them in their ghost town outfits. And Absolutely. It's the most <laughs> yes. horrible thing on the entire planet. <laughs> yes. So the Peanuts Cowboy Jamboree yes. is going to feature so not just Franklin, but also Linus and the other Peanuts characters. They are dressed up in their, uh, their, their old West best. Yes. And you can participate in all sorts of games and activities. Um, one that I think blows my mind. They have a pig pen character oh. in an actual pig pen. Uh, so you can meet pig pen and meet actual pigs. It That's is quite the fever dream. <laughs> <laughs> 
that is quite the the, the uh, photo op. I, yeah. I will say. Um, this year for 2024 live entertainment, um, there are two stage shows coming back to the Calco Mine stage. It's Your Life, Charlie Brown, during the day, and then at night, Snoopy's legendary rooftop concert with the uh, Jelly of the Month Club band. Um, and then inside the Bird Birdcage Theater, you can uh, learn how to draw a Peanuts character during the sketch school. And there's also a Charlie Brown trivia contest that you can participate in. Yes, it's so cute. And this is exciting because the hotel has just gone under a massive refurb. Mm -hmm. They got rid of the really cool bar, Amber Ways, where we Aww. always pregame for not scary. But now it's like this really cute kind of, it's like almost like upscale Southern. I don't even know how to mm. explain it. It's really nice. And so you could do a, a hotel package. And the hotel is literally next to the park. So it's like a 20 it's, second walk. It's walking distance. And uh I yeah. you know, I'm I'm sure now that they are renovating, the rates are probably going up. But there was oh. a time when you get incredibly good rates there. I did look at the rates. They are they have gone up yep. a little bit. So there was a time where you you could get get those rooms for for pennies on the dollar um, but i will say the old rooms were like a motel six and yeah. you know i i like location so that's works for me sometimes but mm -hmm. yeah i'm glad it needed a refurb yeah well you can uh get a peanut celebration hotel getaway package uh if you want to bundle together admission to the park uh, an overnight stay and then you also get a daily breakfast buffet as well as parking um you can uh Use the promo code PeanutsFest uh, when you're checking out on Knott's website uh, for a bundle savings. Uh, and this is all just leading up to the reimagination of Camp Snoopy coming this May. Uh, we've talked about that before. New roller coaster, new rides, uh, complete overhaul of that classic Camp Snoopy area. So uh, go and check out this month's festival and then get excited for the changes coming in the near future yes all right that is going to bring us to the end of the news in the queue uh before we jump into this week's main attraction i want to hear a word from our sponsors the Attractions Podcast is brought to you by MEI and Mouse Fan Travel. Whether your next vacation is a magical trip to the theme parks, an exciting adventure to the pyramids of Egypt, or just a relaxing cruise on the turquoise waters of the Bahamas, MEI Travel provides premium service and expert advice to help you get the most of your vacation. They are always free of any hidden fees or costs to you. Visit them at MEI-Travel.com. It's time for the main attraction! And for this week's main attraction, as I mentioned at the top, we are heading to Epcot. Where we have a complete report on our website with photos from the 2024 Epcot International Festival of the Arts. I know I've said this before, but I will say it again. This might be the shortest and the newest festival at Epcot. But I think it's the best. The best. Um, it's better the weather. Least, better weather. It's least stressful. Um, there's not as much sense of FOMO. <laughs> It's not as overwhelming, um, and uh, it's beautiful. Um, maybe not on a super gray day, like you will see in all the pictures on our <laughs> yes. website. It was like um, terrible weather for a festival opener, but it's okay. but it's you know there there's uh, there's great artwork everywhere and artists too, and the artists are so accessible. Um, 
I get to uh, run into an old friend, uh, Ashley Taylor, who uh, is a designer for uh, Her Universe and Hot Topic and for Disney. Um, I saw Noah, the artist there. Um, I just saw a ton, a ton of really great creative people that if you've ever been to a, a Disney fine art gallery, um, you you will recognize their work and they're out there oh, in person meeting people every day. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, there's so many uh, designers from merch collections that I've mm -hmm. loved that have appearance dates. It might not be throughout the whole festival, so you have to look them up on Instagram, but they'll be showing yes. for a short period of time. We have, like, the Four Seasons, Dom, yep. who's their resident artist there, and mm -hmm. it's just, it's such a good festival. <laughs> it's hard. Yep. And and the great thing about it is that, uh, you know, just like the... Um, the food and wine festival you know uh, remy everyone can cook well the the motto of this is that anyone can make art uh, and there are all sorts of great ways you can participate uh for free uh you know it's how often does disney give you anything for free uh you can yeah. <laughs> you know do the participation mural and uh paint by numbers you come away with a nice little souvenir um bookmark showing off the mural for this year um you know they're they're just it's it's really uh it's just my i think my favorite annual festival at absolutely I, I and think, i just had a great time yesterday it was, yeah. I was there for six hours and uh, i loved it yes I, I think food and wine has gotten so big that it's like a caricature of itself uh, yes yes exactly and it's, just, it's way too much i think uh food speaking from the food part this is my favorite food because i think it's a smaller menu there's a smaller amount of booths i feel like it's more consistent Mm -hmm. I've had some of like the most inventive dishes. A lot of the returning dishes I love. Like there's a deconstructed BLT with pork mm -hmm. belly. That's amazing. Even like I'm not a sweets person, but the rainbow Skittles cake. Yep. Back. That is also very good. I don't know. Maybe. And the oh, General Sow's Shumai from uh, the Painted Panda oh. is back. Also has been there for like four or five years. Excellent. I don't know if it's just because there's less amount of stuff that the consistency uh -huh. is better. I don't know, but I think the food is always really good. Yeah, I, there are uh, a fewer booths because some of the mm -hmm. booths, like the one in uh, the Irish booth over by UK, some of those booths get taken out and replaced by tents full, filled with artwork. Right. Um, and then the, you know, some of the menus, and you know, you don't have seven, eight items. You got maybe two or three. But what they make up for is the plating. The presentation yeah. of these items is fantastic. You know, the first year or two, some of it was way too over the top. Like they had a charcuterie plate that had like 18 items that they had to use tweezers for. Yeah. Some of that stuff's been scaled back a little, but it's still, it's all very colorful. It's very well thought out. It's very well plated. Um, and uh, this year, I don't think there is any completely new booths, um, but uh, and a lot of returning items, most, mostly Which returning favorites. But yeah. I found some really good new items. This one right here uh, is one of my favorite new items at the uh, Canada Pavilion. They have roasted beets uh, with blue cheese and uh, marinated mushrooms. And uh, this one is if you are uh, if you are a vegetarian who who eats dairy, this is a fantastic choice. Um, really, just fresh, earthy, bold flavors. Um, uh, now, as a meat eater, I'm going to go for the bone marrow that they've yes. had there for a while. But the roasted beets are a great vegetarian option. And uh, over in 
um, France. They've overhauled the menus in France, and they have a duo of a hot salmon dish on a flaky pastry and a cold salmon dish with a, a mousse and smoked salmon. Um, and it's it might be the most, most expensive item this year. It's like $14, but it's basically you're getting two items in one. And uh, right. I actually thought it, it you know, it was the, if you ordered the equivalent um, appetizer in a nice restaurant, it would cost you about the same. Oh, yeah. I, I was a little sad. They got rid of one of my favorite dishes for many oh, years. Oh, no. Which one? Black, it was Black Winter Truffle Croissant. Oh, so it was a yes. That yes. was stuffed. I got that like so many times. Yeah, that was a good one. Sad. But you know what? I also get angry at food and wine for having the same stuff every year. So I cannot be mad yep. for long because I like to see that we keep changing it up. There's a lot of returning favorites. The sushi donut is back. So yep. I like That's to a have one. a little nice mix. Yes. Um, other things that are back, uh, we have these portraits around the park, uh, artistic portraits representing different characters. And you'll often see our uh, characters related to them showing up for photo ops nearby. Uh, we've got some new uh, artwork uh, about uh, Encanto at the Vibrante and Vivido booth talking about uh, the vibrant artistry of Colombia. Um, and uh, some new uh, photo pass magic shots uh, involving figment uh, that you can find out around Spaceship Earth. Yes, and bring your money or your credit card because uh -huh. you're definitely going to want to purchase a lot of things. Yeah. Um, they've got uh, some uh, musical talent, of course, both new and old. Uh, I got to see uh, Don Black, who's a, uh, a a saxophone player playing out in the rain on the stage. And what uh, about uh, Trevor, who dances as he paints? Oh, that yes, yes, yes. The performing artist, Trevor. <laughs> yes. You can watch him uh, like compose a whole painting in just uh, like a 20 minute set. And he like shakes it too. I don't know how he can. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's such a showman. Um, I also liked this uh, mural that they have over outside the uh, Connections Cafe of four different artists who are all inspired uh, to create new artworks based on Spaceship Earth. All right. Well, we have to. Uh, oh, and also, uh, I should mention the concert series, the uh, Disney on Broadway concert. See, there's series. just so much, you know. You you get it? to see at the Disney on. You, you know, these folks are not just like amateur musicians playing. These are literal Broadway stars, leading um, roles in Disney Broadway. Music. Tony winners, people who like originated roles, and you know, are on the sound the the cast album. Um, I got to see the. Uh, the um original anna and elsa from frozen on broadway wow. and uh it was they had done the show together for the first two years and this was the first time that they had reunited um on stage together since leaving broadway uh and it was really great because there was one if you know the frozen broadway show uh there was one song that was added uh later in the run uh and was added to the touring productions that is not on the original cast album and these two actresses never got to sing it on stage because it wasn't written right. yet. This is the first time that they got to sing it together uh, was in these uh, Disney on Broadway concerts that they just did. Um, and uh, really, th there's a new lineup every week. Um, and I, I can't recommend those enough. 
Yes. And of course, the merch. We saw people lose their mind over the love. Merch, merch, merch. Uh, Figment crossbody and the Figment backpack, which I think they were briefly yes. on uh, Shop Disney and then sold out the last time. Gone. Checked. Uh, and then, of course, the popcorn bucket, which may be one of the greatest popcorn buckets of all time. So let's talk popcorn. Uh, yes. Those of you uh, who were teased at the beginning of the show and stuck with us, well, here it is. Um, we have a Disney popcorn bucket, uh, the new Figment Imagination Pavilion popcorn bucket. It looks just like the classic Imagination Pavilion with the um, transparent pyramids. Uh, these are, of course, made of plastic, not glass, but they do have color-changing lights inside. Comes with a battery. It lights up, cycles through all the colors. There's a removable Figment figurine inside and a bag of prepackaged popcorn that I probably would not recommend eating. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but we are going to be giving this away. Uh, we are going to be giving away not only the popcorn bucket, uh, but we've also got one of these uh, Figment munchlings, this little yes, so uh, adorable stuffed Figment plush. Um, and we are going to give it away to one lucky winner. Uh, so here is how you do it. Uh, you have to go onto our Threads account. Uh, yes, head on over to Threads. And you need to like, uh, you need to first follow us on Threads. And then you need to find the post with the giveaway uh, alert, like the post and repost it. And that's how you enter. If you do that before January 28th, you will be entered into a drawing and we will announce the winner on the edition of the attractions podcast after January 28th. So if you want your chance. Um, the good news is that you don't have to wait in line at the park to get one of these popcorn buckets. <laughs> no the, mobile uh, ordering. The mobile no order. spending money. <laughs> yeah. No, the mobile order, I will say, works really, really well. Uh, I used it, and I was able to just walk in, get it, and go. No waiting in line. But if you want something even easier, this is the way to go. Absolutely, and it's free. So just go yep. go on threads. Very easy. Uh, this yep. I think would be one of the ones I would get because I think would make a really cool decor piece. Yes, so this is this awesome. is definitely. Uh, um, oh, I don't know. If, can can you even see it? On I've got it actually right behind me. Wait, let me see if I can. Oh. Uh, yes. Here, wait. I'm pulling my headphones out. Let's see it. Oh, it is beautiful. This is something you're going to want in your home office. Imagination. <laughs> All right, you it don't want to hear me. Great. Yeah. Really, they did a great job with it. Uh, this is one worth investing in. So, Absolutely. Uh, I will say it's it's better than last year's because the horns on Figment kept stabbing me as I wore it <laughs> on my neck. <laughs> yes. I, I, I will say that... Um, buying this thing and then trying to lug it around the park in the rain all day. It was a lot. It was, yeah. it was, it was a lot. Oh, and I should also show you while we're here before we close up uh, as uh, I went shopping for Christmas in my closet and pulled out some things that uh, I hadn't hung up. So that right there, uh, that is an original animation cell from the cranium command. pre. Uh, that oh. general knowledge, uh, actual cell used in the cartoon. Uh, we don't know where Buzzy is. Oh, I miss him. 
that was my Christmas present to myself. I love it. I am all about that art. Yeah. So definitely enter because yes, this is like one of the top merch items of the year. Probably the most talked about. I don't think we'll see many more things to this level. Uh, so go on to threads and to the 28th. So that's 12 days. Follow (laughs) us, like us, repost us, and you are in the drawing. All right. Well, that just about brings us to the end. Uh, Before we wrap this up, let's take a look back. We got a whole bunch of comments. So let's see. Uh, Starting out with Megacon, Brian Sager said that the list of guests just keeps growing and growing. Uh, They just announced that Dwight from The Office... uh, Maria Massal, who played Aunt May from the Tom Holland Spidey films, will both be there. Uh, Michael Bingham is excited about that Back to the Future reunion. Uh, I believe that they even have photo ops. Uh, You can get uh, photo ops with all the Back to the Future stars if you've got a few hundred bucks to spare. Uh, Brian says, unfortunately, Joe Quinn won't be there because he has to finish a project. Um, So they did post an update for the Stranger Things cast. Brian was wondering, is Disneyland Paris really the best park for nighttime shows? Seems like it is these days. There are rumors for drones to be featured in Harmonious and the Walt Disney World 50th, but that got swapped out for the barges. Oh. Yeah, it really seems like, uh, to, you know, obviously Tokyo is always on a, another level. Right. And yeah. I got to say that the um, momentous show in Hong Kong, Disneyland at the, the castle, mm-hmm. that is a absolute e-ticket show that was i i think maybe better than anything we have in the states right now but uh yeah disneyland paris between the the avengers drone show and this this uh, electrical light parade they are killing it for sure they are and michael also agrees that uh disney world needs an electrical drone yeah. show as well I, I think it's the land because you have to have a really expensive uh, expansive plot of land to start the drones out so like that's mm-hmm. not an issue for dollywood because they're in the mountains and not, yep. not an issue for holiday world that's like on a lake with all nature so with disney world behind magic kingdom is all like cast that, yes where do you just yeah where do you dispatch from that's, where, where need, are we gonna go from yeah. i don't know and build disneyland, something on a roof or, yeah, yeah exactly forget it at disneyland because they got no land <laughs> Uh, our, our talk about country bears definitely brought out the comments. Uh, Brian says that it was packed last weekend Mm -hmm. during MLK day for country bear, uh, crazy just to get into the final showing. Yeah. It's going to be, that's you, that's going to be a mess, a closing day for sure. And Eric, O, our friend out in California saw country bear Jamboree for his first time ever in Tokyo, Disneyland. And out there, it's part English and part Japanese. Um, I'm sorry, Brian. I didn't mean to mention the Eddie Murphy Haunted Mansion. We we don't talk about that, just like we don't talk about Bruno. Uh, (laughs) He's also got a proposal for a new season (laughs) of What If for Frontierland (laughs) on Disney+. Premiering in August of 23. (laughs) Presented by Josh tomorrow. I love that. so uh, he also, Brian, Brian is, is our number one contributor for sure. He wants us to do research for the Donald Duck chair for the Haunted Mansion parlor and find out if we're allowed to sit on it. Uh, if I don't you don't think know, you're going to tell us yet. I mean, so, 
we've mentioned this before if you don't know what we're talking about um in the haunted mansion at uh, walt disney world just past the endless hallway was a chair that had a uh, pattern on it looked a lot like donald duck and that was removed when they put in the hat box ghost recently uh mm-hmm. but there's concept art of a similar looking chair in the disney treasures haunted mansion parlor so we want to know is that the original and is it just for display or is it a reproduction that you can sit on i'm gonna uh, guess the original has been shipped off to the walt to, disney yes, that's in the archives yep that's my guess and becky klein has numbered it and put it away buzzy is sitting in it <laughs> yes yes <laughs> um so uh brian was wondering after uh after the peanut celebration uh do we go straight to Ghost Town Ooh. or do we have a Boysenberry Festival? Boysenberry Fest starts March 8th. Okay, I believe it's, right. it's that Friday. So yeah, and, so Boysenberry Fest will and be And Ghost there. Town then is a summer thing or? Ghost Town is Alive is a summer thing. Summer thing. Great, great. Um, and Brian uh, says that we should also hopefully get another update for Communicore Hall. Uh, yes, that is the it's one element. Uh, walking around the Festival of the Arts, it festival still needs a festival center. And uh, the construction walls, especially kind of between um, on, on the, the west side, sort of the, the southwest side of the new world celebration, most of it's open, but that new hall with the Spaceship Earth pattern, on the, it's still a, little, a mess of construction walls around there. And actually, they've now, you know, for the last few years, we've been used to heading into the park and heading to the right and taking that. Mm-hmm. We used to be a backstage passageway past uh, Living Seas, getting over towards the land and imagination. That's now completely blocked off. Um, so we've now lost that backstage passageway. And, uh, you know, just when we thought all the construction walls were going to be taken down, they're still there. So, uh, yeah, I want to know when that is all over. We will see. And last but not least, uh, checking in at the last minute from Derek Ho's corner. Hello there. Thank you for joining us. All right. That will bring us to a close. Uh, Before we go, we want to thank our sponsors, MEI and Mouse Fan Travel, once more. And we want to remind you all to please give us a rating or review wherever you listen to this podcast, whether that's Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And please be sure to follow us at attractionsmagazine.com and search Attractions Magazine on all your favorite social media platforms, especially threads. Yes. You want to follow us, like that post and repost it if you want to be entered in that bucket uh, drawing for the popcorn bucket. And uh, Carly, before we leave, where can folks keep track of you? Yes, I am on Instagram at Adventures by Carly and on X at Carly Caramana. And I am on everything except X. I mean, I'm still on X, but I'm really not there. At Eskaberski or at The Unofficial Guides. And until next week, we hope you folks stay safe, try something new, but most importantly, have fun. And we will see you again next time. Bye. Bye.